chapter number 6. Ephesians chapter number 6. Um, I started calling this the State of the Assembly Address back in 2015 as a, as a mechanism to, uh, ha- to uh, help the congregation to get away from the business meeting I- theme and idea. Uh, we used to have business meetings prior to 2015, and when, the, when I said amen from the morning service, three-quarters of the room left. And we did the business meeting, we made decisions, and the three-quarter of the room that left got mad at the decisions we made. And I told him, I said, you left. You should stay if you're mad. So I decided to move it into the 11 o'clock hour so I could get everybody. It is a teaching time and so forth, but it is also something that we do. I, I, I insist on us doing this. The state asks, does the members of the, of the organization meet once a year at least? And I always say yes because we meet every Sunday, but they don't understand that. So I do this for you guys so that there, and literally, here's why. Look at Ephesians 6, if you will, and verse 21. Ephesians 6, verse 21. And this is Paul talking to the church at Ephesus. He says, but that ye also may know of my affairs and how I do. Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things. Paul wanted everybody to know how he was doing, how his affairs were. Verse 22, Ephesians 6, 22. Whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose, that ye may know our affairs and that he might comfort your hearts. So Paul, from the very beginning, he wants everybody to know what's going on. And that's what I want. If, if Come over to Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. My goal in this meeting isn't to bore you. It isn't to tell you a bunch of things that, uh, you know, you could care less about, okay? Isn't, you're not going to get a big spreadsheet so you see every little nook and cranny. I have it. We can, you can look at it. I don't care about that. But rather so that you understand how we, the lo- this local assembly, is doing. Philippians 1, Paul in verse 27 he says, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. That issue of hearing of their affairs. He wanted to know, how, how are they doing? If you come to chapter 2 and verse 19, he says, but I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state he was concerned for those at Philippi and he was sending but Paul says I send Timothy down there to help you guys to care for you but he's also going to send back what a report back come over to Colossians chapter 4 Colossians chapter 4 he says it here to the Colossians verse 17 I'm sorry, verse 7, my bad, verse 7. All my state shall Tychicus declare unto you, who is a beloved brother and a faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord, whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose that he might know your estate and comfort your heart. Again, Tychicus is going to get there. He's going to tell you how I'm doing. He's going to tell you what the ministry needs are, where I'm at, and then he's going to help with you, and he's going to get your report, and he's going to bring it back to me. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. Do you see the theme? Do you catch the theme here? Paul's very concerned about the local assemblies that he was ministering to, writing to. And guess what? You and I, I I think I read Ephesians sometimes as Southwest Bible Fellowship. (laughs) To the saints at Southwest Bible Fellowship. And then, why? Because he's writing to me. And that's what he would want to know is be what? How are you doing? 1 Thessalonians 3. Verse 1, wherefore, when, ye could no long, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone and sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God and our fellow labor in the gospel of Christ to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith, that no man should be moved by these afflictions for yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto, 
For verily when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and ye know. For this cause, when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter have tempted you, and our labor be in vain. But now when Timotheus came from you unto us and brought us good tidings of your faith and charity, that ye have good remembrance of us always, desiring greatly to see us, as we also to see you. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you all in our affliction and distress by your faith. And now we live, if you stand fast. You guys are standing fast, and we're good. And we, uh, boom, positive. So when we come and we do this meeting, and again, we only do this once a year, unless we have something special, which we did last year, and then we'll, we'll do it quickly, and then we'll move on. Because the local assembly, uh, come with me to Acts 14. As we begin to think about the, the state of the assembly uh, as we go into 2024, and yet we come out of 2023, I'll be talking about some things we accomplished in 23, some things we'd like to go t- towards in 24, and so forth. And as we do that, we have to remember Paul's pattern of ministry. And the very fact is, is that the local assembly is the vehicle in doing the ministry, okay? The ministry has never been designed to be on YouTube and Facebook and the Internet. It was, it's never designed that way. It's designed to be produced and done in a local church, a local assembly, the assembling of the believers locally together. I said a couple weeks ago, it might have been last week, those three things about that local assembly, sounding out the truth in a local area, a place of comfort to who? To the local area. There's a great article right now uh, bouncing around uh, in, in some of the, the Christianity magazines about the issues of, of what the community around a local assembly is looking for that local church to do and to pr- provide. And you know what? It is not to feed the homeless. It is not to do what we all have been told we ought to be doing. It's actually to be a place where the lonely can come and get support. It's very fascinating. And there's a big thing about loneliness out there now coming out of the COVID mess and all that. Lot, and, and, the thing, and now it's a, we need the local church to be a place where, where, there's a, where there's a convalescing of family coming together rather than out doing social justice, what they call Actually, the issue of fighting racism was like 1% or 2%. They said that belongs to the local government. Loneliness was the big one. I didn't bring the article with me, but it's very fascinating. See, But as we come together, those of us who understand the word, rightly divided, understand what God is doing today, we have to sometimes be reminded, Acts 14, Paul lays out his mode of ministry. Verse 21. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and Iconium and to Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith, and that we must, must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. And when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. So you see it right there. What did they do? They go into a city, they evangelize the lost. Then they take the lost and they edify them, confirming the souls, verse 22. Then then they take that group of souls and they organize them into a local ministry, verse 23. And then there's an expansion issue that comes out afterward. So the vehicle of the work of the ministry, that's why when I email you and I say, this work of ministry. Why? Because this is us. I'm not talking about Chicago, New York. No, here. We're responsible to ourselves and for ourselves. So when you think about what we're doing here, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, that's our uh, ministry verse. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1 and 2. What are we doing? Therefore, seeing we have this ministry... As we have received mercy, we faint not. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 2. 
but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. You see, I long decided way back in the early days of Southwest Bible that we were going to be a place commending the truth to every man's conscience. If the community around us is going to look for truth, we need to be the pillar in the ground, right? 1 Timothy 3.15. We need to be holding up the truth. That means we're going to proclaim the truth. That means the, the pillar, we're going to hold it up, we're going to proclaim it, we're going to push it. Then the ground, we're going to protect it. And what we're doing is sound doctrine, truth. Why? Because this community, our community, our state needs that. So when people begin to look for the truth, what are we going to do? They're going to say, you know what, there's that little, the little church that could right over there. Boom, there they are. That's why on our website we've had folks come into us that come to us because we use a King James Bible, period. They know nothing of dispensational Bible study, but they like that King James Bible. I mean, we love it, but you know what? I don't hide from it. Now we, and we, then we talk about dispensational Bible study. We don't hide from it. We have folks that come, they stay a little while, they whatever, boom, there we go. So as we come together, now come to Philippians 1. First agenda. First line item there, board members. As we come together, again, it's to do the work of this ministry. And you guys are this ministry. I know we have the internet. We have live streaming. I think we averaged 17 hook-ins last year and about five or eight on Wednesday night. Okay, the live stream. A hook-in is usually two people at least. Okay. So if you think about 17 this morning, times that by two at least, that's how many more people are watching than what is sitting in this room. We averaged the last year in attendance about 57. That's an average, okay? That's not every Sunday. It was an average. We're doing good, okay? We've had bad days. I've got a list here. Lynn, we do take attendance. We just don't write your name down. We just count you. I mean, I got a list from 05 when we started, and our lows were like 20. Like, ooh, 20 people, you know, but yet here we are. We keep going. And again, we averaged 57. The 10-year average from 09 to 18 was 50. We're up. We're doing good. And that's a great thing. By the way, Ephesians 4, if we get over there, well, you're looking down at it. You're in Philippians 1. If you look at Ephesians 4, verse 16, just real quick. Ephesians 4, verse 16, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Do you know how we grow? Internally. We don't, we don't have a big marketing plan out into the community to grow. We grow where? Right here. You tell your friends, your family, they come, they become a part, they learn, they grow. There's, a, there's an internal growth is the way it is to be done. Now, come to Philippians 1. So as we come together, again, it's because of the local church, that needs to be taken care of. In Philippians 1, verse number 1, the Apostle Paul lays out, remember in Acts 14, the elders, he ordained elders and they established that local assembly. In verse 1, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus which are at Philippi, which with the bishops and deacons. So who's the first group? The saints. There we, here we are. Then he says, with the bishops, the pastor. 1 Timothy ch- chapter 3, verse 1 says, if a man desires the office of a bishop, it's not a gift given anymore, it's a desire. He desires a good work. Same for the deacons. So the bishop, he's the overseer, feeds the flock, pastor, if you need, okay, title-wise. And then the deacons come up, and they work with the pastor as they're doing what? Taking care of the flock, of the church, of the saints. So the board members come from within you guys to us. Now, we have a wonderful thing called a constitution that dictates how all that happens. The primary thing is, is you've got to be with us for some time. We got to know you. We got to get to be on the board. I call it the board. Rather, you know, you say elders or something like that. Everybody gets these weird ideas, okay? 
And to keep the politics at, at bay and to keep the church polity at bay, I just, we just call ourselves the board, okay? Now, if you come over to 1 Timothy chapter 5, I'm sorry, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. <clears throat> In the board members, we have currently, we have board members, and then we're going to add on some new Okay, and we'll get into that in just a minute. 1 Thessalonians 5, look at verse 12. The first group are the saints. Out of the saints comes the leadership. Okay, back in 2000, 2001, the saints that were meeting at La Quinta off of the U.S. 60 and Superstition Springs Boulevard, we were sitting there. I was leading the Bible study. They looked at me and said, Rick, we want you to be our pastor. I'm like, you do? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Have you heard me lately? You know, come on now, you know. And they said, no, we'd like you to be our pastor. Can you talk to Shorewood, Dad, and them, and, get, and how are we going to do that? So I'm like, okay, I did. That's how I became pastor. I was teaching. I was leading. The saint said what? We want you to be our pastor. The, the pastor that replaces me in the future has to come from who? From the saints deciding who it's going to be. Follow that? I'm not going anywhere. By the way, I did get a letter. Well, anyway, I'll tell you another time. Okay? Uh-oh, is right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Politics is right. Quid pro quo, baby. Come on now, Paul. Get that checkbook out, Paul. Come on now. <laughs> oh, he left it at home, of course. All right? By the way, you guys, if you have questions as we go, I should have said this earlier. You can interrupt me and because this is our meeting. It's us, Okay? 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Folks, you need to know who's the, the board, the leadership. And you are to esteem them very highly because it's not an easy job. The heaviest job on the board is the treasurer. You know why? He sees what's going out and what little is coming in. I didn't talk today about don't forget the offering box in the back. Our treasurer has put a big sign up here. Remember the offering box. Actually, I did it so I wouldn't forget, and I still forget. Okay? Your current board members are Bruce. He can stand. Uh, maybe or, well, You don't have to, I guess. Bruce. He's been with uh, on the board the longest. Then we have Greg. Brian, Mark, okay, and Ricky in the control room. That's our current. What is that? One, two, three, four, five, okay, and, and then yours, me. We have five men who are on the board, okay? So you get to approve them or disapprove. So I'm not big parliamentary type guy. Do we approve the five? Yes or no? Okay. So when they do something that you don't like, go get them. Okay? All right? Now, uh, on that board of the five, we have some age. Okay? But also we have some, I've been doing this, I'd like not to have to worry about the responsibility. We also have some future to begin to think about. The building's paid off. We fill it up nicely. It's wonderful. So now we're going to add three younger men to the board. And in doing that, we're doing it to, to begin to train them for the future. All right? So we're going to go from five to eight, and that's a pretty big board, and I get that. But the three is for its training. It's getting them ready. Okay? We got these families running around, all these little dudes. We got to pay attention to that. We got to get ready for them. See, you follow me? All right. I'm trying to be a little forward thinking. The, the board, we've talked. We've talked about these guys. We've talked with them. And I've talked with them. I've studied with them. So we, what I'm proposing to add, who to add, is Michael Pomeroy. We meet at his home on Monday night. Chandler Regester. He's there Monday nights too. And then Jordan Smith. Now, Jordan's working. He's got a wife and two kids to feed, so he's working, okay? 
And so my, prop, my proposal is, is bringing them onto the board, but you guys understand why. It isn't that the five aren't doing a great job. It's the looking forward to the future. Ricky's a young man. We put him on a couple years ago. These, these guys are young because I'm not going to be here forever. They need to understand what we need, what we look like, how we function, how we think, how we do. Th you follow that? Okay, trying to be a little forward thinking. All right, so do I hear, I, I'm going to nominate the three guys, Michael, Jordan, and Chandler. I just need a second and a group yay or a nay. We got the second, a yay and a nay. Another yays. Okay, you're on it. Now you're mine. Okay, all right. Now, again, these are the guys that you guys are saying you're the leaders. Be our leaders. Okay, all right. We have two treasures, actually. Um, one that keeps the book, and the other one makes sure that everything's right. Uh, the, the guys, as we go through and we talk about decisions made, they've made those decisions. Yeah, and we meet every, we meet the third Sunday. Everybody and anybody can sit in our meetings. We probably talk about you in front of you, we, okay? If, if some of the guys have been sitting in periodically, you're welcome to sit in. Nothing we do is with a closed door or a lock on it, okay? Because you are to know those who labor over you and admonish you, okay? So the, the, the board guys, they're paying, really they pay attention to the money coming in and then where it's going out, the expense of it, taking care of the property, the backyard, the front, all that, the house, this building, okay? You follow that? Any other questions? All right, so now the new board members will be the five and the three. <laughs> will be Bruce, Greg, Brian, Mark, Ricky, Michael, Chandler, and Jordan, and then me. I'm the one that keeps them in line. Okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right? Okay. Now, second issue. So that's our leadership. That's who's, what, who's in charge as, as far as making decisions from you guys. All right? So when you look over and you see something not being done, you've got eight men to go talk to. To say, hey, this isn't done. We need this, you know, and then boom. You can always come talk to me. And I'll say, we'll take it up at the next board meeting, okay? Because I don't make, there was a time when we didn't have a leadership board and I made the decisions. But you know how I made the decisions? We have a decision to make, guys. What do you say? Okay, listen to the group. Why? Because it's saints first and then everything else. You follow? Okay? All right. The next item is the finances. And the finances are, again, Ephesians 4, verse 16. This is how we pay, this is how we take care of ourselves. Every joint supplieth. We're fit, Ephesians 4, 16. Okay? Fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth. Again, <laughs> we appreciate the grace-motivated giving of the cheerful heart. That's 2 Corinthians 8, 2 Corinthians 9. I'm not going to teach the doctrine of the fine, okay? But when we talk about finances, again, you, by approval, you're saying to the board, take what the giving is and spend it in this manner, okay? So you should have an estimated tax income thing, an estimated expense list on the back sheet, okay? Again, you have to remember, folks, all kinds of people support all kinds of different things. We only support us. The only way we do any of this stuff is by your support, okay? Other people support us. You support the, us. And again, you go over there to Galatians 6, 1 Timothy 5, pay the preacher, take care of him, and so forth, okay? Now, 2023. If you look on the bottom of the page, you see some numbers down there. The bank balances as of 12-31-23. You see that there, the checking, the saving. Then you see the total giving and the total expenses. <laughs> the, 
The first time we broke 100000 in giving, I, almost, I, I, had to ha- I had to be rushed to the hospital. I have fainted. I'm like, holy cow. I never anticipated that. Now, and then to have a, have a surplus at the end is unheard of. So we did very well for 23, okay? Now, in 23, we had designated building funds. Remember, we came to we were going to enclose the carport. All that kind of fell apart on us, but we had that designated funds. So we went ahead and we did the concrete work. We rewired the electrical in the house. So that's all up to code now. And then we installed the pavers, and that's the 40,271 number you see there. That money came out of savings. We don't do anything unless we have the money for it, okay? So we have left over 14,729, and that's going to be used toward the uh, sale covering in the backyard, okay? And that's the future project in 24. So we'll get estimates. If the estimates are over 14, by the way, in our Constitution, anything over 15,000, you guys have to approve. We can't do it. We can do up to 15. The reason we picked 15 is each air conditioning unit is $7,500. And I don't want to have a congregational meeting in the heat of the summer of August and September trying to figure out it's okay to get new air conditioning units when what? It's okay to get new air conditioning units. I'd like, I'd like that room to be able to move, all right? You follow? So in 23, we uh, upgraded the media room and the soundboard for the Internet for in here, and then we did the major project next door, okay? Now, this morning, if you look there, the total as of 128.24, the total this morning in the bank was 97700 in there, and that's how they break out back going upwards. You see the emergency fund. That is three times the monthly expense for the 2024 proposed. That money is to get us through June, July, and August, July, August, September, when we're short. Now, our attendance has been great. Our giving has been great year-round, but it's all, we just got a little hedge there to get through. We got to get through, okay? That's what that is. And then, obviously, the designated building fund. We've been saving that, actually it's like 60000 but we've been saving it and uh, so forth, but we use 55 of it because that's what the estimate was, all right? Any questions on 23? We really didn't do much except for next door. Um, there is a wall that we're going to look at, see if we can't take down where the coffee maker is. We're going to try to reduce that wall to make an easier flow to the backyard, but that'll be 24, and we, we don't know if that's load-bearing yet or any of that, so... That's on the list, if you will, okay? All right, anything on 23? Like I said, if you want to see the, the balance, the, the monthly sheet, I got it. I can give it to you. You can look it over, and you can see where everything that you see in the 24 estimated expenses is where everything goes. We don't just, you know, Rick doesn't get a new pontoon boat. The ministry might, but and it's stored at Rick's house, okay? But uh, we, we, there's none of that, okay? All right. Now, for 2024, again, this is you guys, okay? Here's what the board set forth looking at the giving number. Again, of 128, that's kind of what we went off of was 120, I believe. So there was a, a, an increase in some things and a decrease in others. The... In 23, our electricity went up, so we increased it a little bit. By the way, electricity, that's both buildings. This is both buildings, okay? So did, uh, but the water and the sewer stayed the same. The insurance, property insurance went up. The media, that's everything moving out, went down because we spent the money to upgrade the, the sound system. We had put that in the budget for 23, 24 Ricky said that there's just a couple little odds and end things that we might need, and that those are just pennies when you compare to five grand on a, on a big board. So we saved the money, and then we spent the money when we had it saved, okay? Uh, supplies stayed the same. Property repairs, again, that's to kind of put back away for the busted air conditioning unit and so forth, all right? 
And then the landscaping, that's Brian, and we adjust that as he need, as you know, can you imagine a seed, a bag of seed going from twenty something dollars to a hundred dollars? But it did. And for him, for us to have the nice grass and everything, that that's a cost, you know. So we, we're paying attention to that. Also, we were looking at the fact that what hap- if something happens to Brian and we have to go out on the commercial market and get, then we need to have in our budget already a landscaping item, even though he doesn't charge us this. So if we have to go and get Joe Schmo landscaping, then we got it covered, okay? Trying to be forward-thinking, all right? Then under the pastor compensation list there, um, the, the, the board would like, because you guys have to approve it, think about an increase of a cost of living increase there of 5% from last year, okay? Now, when you see that number, you have to understand I'm self-employed according to the government. So not only do I pay my income, I pay both sides of Social Security. So if you take the 81 whatever, Times that by 25%, that's gone out the door to the gov. So don't think, man, Rick's living high on the hog. No, Rick ain't, <laughs> okay? But I say that because that's not my goal. My goal, the guys want to take care of me. You guys want to take care of me. You have in the past. Again, that's an increase now, so we have those numbers. And again, you're, this is going to need to be your approval because by you approving this, you're telling the board, you're authorizing the board to spend the giving money in these areas. That includes me. Okay? You follow that? So when the board does it, then you're not saying, oh, I never knew that. No, you're, you do know. Okay? All right? Anything else? Yes, sir. That includes your health insurance you've got to pay, too. Yes. Yeah. There's no benefit package for no. insurance either. So no. Yes. Yep. Any retirement that I decide to do is out of that. So, yes. Okay. All right. So, the proposed expenses are the budget is given. Do I hear a first or a whatever you call it? Do I hear a second? Do I hear a yay? Second? How about a yay? Okay. So, you guys are approving that. So, by approving that, this is a commitment. And the commitment is this is what we're going to do, okay? You follow that? You guys, yes, ma'am. Um, it's unless it's designated for building or the emergency, it sits in it sits in the general fund, which is a savings account, checking account. So, if you think about. got it here so in the month in 23 APS in January was 69 for the house 193 that's coming out of checking directly Cox comes out of checking directly anything that's left over is what we consider to be savings okay so if we're, like, the giving in January of last year was $11,440 for the month. So then we spent, you know, 10000 of it, so the 1100 left over is savings. So we, it's kind of a fluid thing because of the way the bank set up, set us up in the very beginning. Okay? All right? Anything else? So... How many do say that what? How many people? It takes the whole board. One signature on the check, but a check doesn't get written until it's the whole board. Yeah. And that's we do ourselves. But yeah, oh, for the banking purposes, only one. But we, we do everything in, a, in agreement of the whole. Yes, ma'am. Not at this moment because our resources are very finite. If we had an overabundance, then there are some missions that we couldn't give to that 
preach and teach what we preach and teach, and we would do that. But we've never, when you see that at, you know, 12000 at the end of the year there, the total giving expenses and so forth, we're looking at the next project here that needs to be done, so we're thinking about those things. It isn't that we wouldn't do it. It's just we've never had an excess of going, hey, we can, now what do we do with this? What's that? And we have in the past, yes, yeah. We have given to Graceway Bible Ministries, which is Des Stridum. He works in South Africa, actually the whole of Africa now. We've sent money to him over the years in the past, so yes, yeah. And we do have a charity line where if someone here needs help, then we're able to help and stuff like that. But um, we don't put that in the budget because we don't always have that reason for it. We did in the past. Okay. Any anyone else? Usually it's Bruce. And I'm the default. And but Bruce and I we do not sign anything unless the, the whole of the board is in agreement. Because they represent you guys. And a big check is usually I mean if you think about a big check it's what, seven thousand on that air conditioning unit, you know, because usually the contractors bust it all up. But we do not do anything without there being total unity and oneness of mind on it. And if there isn't, then guess what? We don't do it. So, okay. All right, anything else? Okay, so the commitment is laid, is made, and the guys hear it and they know it. And uh, it'll be moved forward. And as And again... As money comes in, if it's designated, then we have to use it the way it's designated. So we had a check given uh, a couple years ago for Bibles. So we used it for Bibles. We sent them to Des, <laughs> to Africa. You know, we made sure we had here. We did. We sent the rest to Africa. So, okay. Yes, sir. We did that with the piano. We raised the money for the piano. I got with James and Andrea, and we went and we bought the piano. And that was a big check, okay? All right, anything else? By the way, guys, you can ask any time. It doesn't have to be once a year. You can come and say, hey, I got a question. All right, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Next agenda item. By the way, those two first two items, board members and finances, is the biggest topic and issues in the local church politics. Who's in charge and where's the money going? Okay? I never do anything under the table. It's all out front. I've got the paper here. You, if you can read through my chicken scratch where I was trying to make sure we had the numbers right, it's right here. You're welcome to look at it. I don't. I have nothing to hide. You can talk to Brian. Brian can email it to you. Okay? All right? All right, 1 Thessalonians 1, if you will. The next issue, the next line item, these will go quickly, is ministry. Uh, and, and, and the ministry there, verse 8 1 Thessalonians 1.8, from, from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God were to spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. So as we kind of spread out, as we think about ministry, obviously we have the media, the media room, online, the website, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, if you don't know we have a Twitter, we do have a Twitter. I, I don't tweet much. I'm not a Twitter head, but, or whatever, or X, sorry, X, you know. But we do have it. We have an Instagram. We do have those accounts so that we're out there in the marketplace of ideas. Um, Ricky heads the media. If Ricky's got an issue that comes up on the computer or the Internet, there's usually, he usually emails the whole board and says, hey, I got an issue, and then we get together and we decide and we move forward, okay? Again, we've had about 17 average hook-ins on Sunday morning, which for us is fantastic. And then on Wednesday night, we have that as well, okay? Uh, we started the Bible study down in Tucson, um, and we do that the, first, the last Friday or fourth Friday of every month. Can't say last because there's usually a fifth one. So that's going well. We had it last Friday night this past. Folks texted, hey, I'm not going to make it. We're sick. We're this, we're that. So there was just three or four of us. So we queued an aid, okay? And so we're having a good time down there, just trying to get something established. It takes some time, 
We only do it once a month. I drive down, Linda and I drive down, and I know folks from here go down periodically and so forth, and, but it is a good time. It's something that is needed down there. It's just going to take some time. Doing it once a month is hard to get a beachhead started. Really, once a week is what's needed. However, there's cost and there's timing and scheduling and so forth, and we're, we're working with that with those that are there. The folks that are there, they've been trying to come up here at least once a month, um, except it's just been hard for them over the holidays and so forth, okay? Uh, Grace School of the Bible, GSB, we have a class of that started. Uh, we have uh, Nikki, Tina, Tom, her husband, he's playing chicken today, and then Rodney. So when you see Tom and Tina and Nikki and Rodney, they're in the class, they're using next door. Uh, pray for them, think about them, hug them, tell them good luck and uh, stay the course, okay? Because it, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing for them. Pray for them and uh, give them that moral support, all right? Children's ministry. As you've noticed, we had a lot of little ones around here and probably more on the way. You never know, right? So when you see that, Linda oversees that. I talked to her. I said, all right, what do you want me to tell? She goes, help. Okay, so what we're going to do probably in March and Andrea, Andrea's our other teacher. She usually first hour, if I get it. So she plays the piano second hour, so she doesn't get out second hour. But for Andrea, so what we're going to do is in March, we're going to have an after church meeting of anyone that's interested in helping with the children's ministry, okay? And just kind of get a feel so that we can help with the second hour and so forth. And just because we got little guys, babies that need attention, and then you've got a class that's ready to learn, okay? And they need to be taught. But in order to teach these guys, which is what Linda's doing, you've got to have the people sit in the babies, okay? The nursery, if you will. And then you've got a little couple older that, we, you know, that aren't quite teenagers. Greg is our teen teacher. So we've got to kind of fill in some gap here, okay? So if you think about it. We'll give you the curriculum. The curriculum's real easy. We'll give you the ideas. We'll get you books. We'll help you out every way we can. Um, I don't, I'm not a micromanager. You want to do it? Here's the idea. Knock yourself out. You need help? Speak up. I'll help you. We'll, you know, Linda and I, we've got oomphs and oomphs of coloring pages and so forth. But I'm, I'm going to give you the general direction, and I let you develop it in your personality because your personality is different than mine. See, them little dudes would be sitting at attention and doing the jacks and doing this. And I, get all the, I got all the laughs from the moms, right? It ain't going to happen, Rick. I'm, that's why I'm in here and they're over there, okay? All right? I learned that early on as a dad. I stay in my lane. I don't try to venture out, all right? So we're going to do that. So if you're interested in it, you can see me. Otherwise, just wait for the announcement and just come and sit with us. If you have any questions about it, um, again, Linda's not going to be here forever. Some of you younger ladies need to kind of think about it and step in and help, okay? I have to take my hat off to my wife. She is not a pastor's wife, was never that way. She has become a great pastor's wife, okay? And she's become a great help here, and it's not in her billywhack at all, okay? You, you caught, she caught it behind you, okay? It's, it's not in her personality, okay, all right, at all. And yet she's willingly to do it. She loves your children, grandchildren. She, she'll, she, we, we will do anything for them, okay? All right, what's next? Get off of that. A small group meetings. During uh, 23, we, had a, we moved the young married couples meeting to the young families meeting <laughs> because they all started having kids. And we kind of really did this on Monday nights, talking about different things. We're going to come back in 24, hopefully, to more designated young married couple nights. Young in that they're young in marriage, not age-wise. This is, but just a couple years, three years, four years, five. Okay, if you're 50 years old and you're still 50 years married, and we said, then we're going to talk to you too, I guess. Then we'll have a married group or something. Okay. But we are going to start bringing some of that back on, online. We'll make those announcements. And uh, we kind of didn't do it because we thought we would have the house remodeled, uh, that carport and all that, and it didn't happen. So 
we're rethinking some of that, all right? The men's fellowship is up and running. We don't miss a month except for February and July, and we're, we're going there. The ladies, the women's fellowship, the ladies just had one last week. I hear it was a great time, uh, you know, and with the scarf exchange and actually other exchanges too from what I understand, so that's a good time. So the small groups are there. And we do do them. We just took a break. We, had, we got hit with COVID and, and then just some scheduling issues in 23. But 24, we're going to get them back online, okay? All right. There is a DVD lending library. It sits in between the bathrooms. Uh, most of that is my dad out of Shorewood over the years. You're welcome to it. If you take it, take it. If you use it, use it. If you don't, bring it back, put it back on the board. Um, I will be adding some things to it. This year, Forgotten Truths, the TV program, and so forth like that. Uh, I've been working on getting all of that together so we can put it in there and so forth, okay? It's just a resource. It's um, uh, the reason somebody asked me, why do you use your dad? I said, because why reinvent the wheel? <laughs> He's done it, and we don't make DVDs and just use him. It's, it's all right. And besides, I know him. So, okay? All right, number next. The building property projects, this is another big one. By the way, uh, yeah, building projects, okay? So in 23, we were going to redo the carport. That kind of got shoveled or shelved and, and so forth. So as you notice, we did the concrete out front, widened that driveway. By the way, park all the way and cross it. Don't think somebody's pulling in because they're not. Park across it. Okay, so we, fill, we used the adequate space on, on the, the street. Then we went to the backyard. We put up poles for a shade covering, okay? And then we put in the pavers. You see them to kind of keep the water and make a little break there area for the grass, all right? We did all that. Now, we had planned on putting a shade up, um, and that kind of fell through at the moment, and we're going to reach out to some other companies I'm just worried what the other companies are going to say about the polls and everything, but we'll see what they say, and we'll just go from there, okay? Um, there has been conversation about us doing it ourselves, and it may be that we have to figure something out along that lines. I'm not sure yet. If any of you have any idea or, or input about shade coverings and that kind of things, let us know. Um, or let me know if you'd like, or let, you can let the board know, uh, you can let Brian or Mark know, or me or whatever, and we'll be glad to take it under advisement because we're talking about, a, it's a 20 by 30, I think is the size, it's a big size, and it may be that we just have to kind of rework what we're thinking and doing there, I'm not sure yet, but that's really the only thing left from the pre-approval in 2023 okay all right now for 24 we're plan is no building projects other than that shade okay so whatever savings money comes in or whatnot we'll just start putting it building back the resort the reserves again okay this building is the next building to get attention to I know most of you don't look up I do the ceilings pretty brutal Okay, and the, the reason for that is what's on top of it and, and so forth. So if we, we were talking in the board meeting, if we pull the ceiling down, it's a drop ceiling. By the way, right on the other side of each of these ceiling tiles is the rafter. Okay, so the rafters were built on site. They weren't built the way this 1950s building, okay. On top of each of those tiles, is a layer of insulation, and then on top of that is blown-in insulation. So you know what happens when you move a tile? Showers of blessing come down upon you, okay? So we have certain ones that have already been, been through, but so we need, to, we need to fix this. Up there also is the old air conditioning uh, uh, venting. So that's got to come down. All the old wiring from the 50, 60 years of being here is up there. All that, so that's going to take an effort. We did have a company come in and give us a bid. It was like 60K. And they wanted us to take all the pews out. Well, if we're going to take the pews out, then what should we do? New carpet. So there's another 30. Then we got to hope we get the pews back right. See? So we're at $100,000 right there. And it's like, okay, so now... 
We have to say, is the building worth the $100,000 upgrade? Are we going to stay here? What's the future? Et cetera, et cetera. See? Or are we just throwing good money after bad? Okay? Or as one of the board members said, just get new ceiling tiles and push them up <laughs> and cover them. I'm like, oh, we can do that. You know? and, but either way, just so you guys understand, the, we think about that. I see it, okay? If you look right above Greg's head, there's a spot. You see the water spot? That's not new, by the way. All right? That's very old. The new roof a few years ago took care of that. Problem is, is if you move that tile, guess what's coming down on Greg's head? About five inches of insulation that's 30 years old or whatever. See? So, no, I don't want to paint them. It's too much, too much fall on the, on, the, on the ground. So, okay? So anyway, so just so you guys know, if you see something that needs to attention, tell us or go fix it and, bring, and tell us. <laughs> Okay, this, we're equal opportunity workers. So if you see something, say, hey, I could do that. Boom, get on it. Like the day that the lights were out up here, Trevor came. He got up there, fixed it. He said, I'll fix this. But you got to fix this. Air, you got to get this insulation issue because it's everywhere. Okay. So, again, if you have experience in insulation removal, let us know. Seriously, because it's something that we, we, we are aware of it. <coughs> And we need to address it in the future, okay? Anything building-wise that you guys see, you got to let us know. Let me know. Let the guys on the board know. We don't have a designated building person, per se. So just say, hey, I, you know, if you want to write us a check for $150,000 for remodeling the church building, we can put a nice big office out here on the back. We'll lose a couple parking spots, but, we, you know, go right ahead, all right? It's Rick. J-O-R-D-A-N. I'm just kidding. It's, you know, but I'd say that in jest, but at the same token, you know, it's something you might think about saying, hey, you know, we've thought about blowing out the back walls, losing the bathrooms, moving the bathrooms in the middle to add more seating, more room. But then it's like, well, then where do the babies sit and moms and stuff like that? And moving those bathrooms would be, you know, a, a, a chore because the city's going to pitch a fit because of the property line, you know, it's just the can of worms gets ripped open, okay? And we try not to do that as much as possible. But I say that so you guys understand, for 24, we really don't have a building project other than that back patio area cover, and that may end up being later in the year now that's beginning to warm up and so forth. But then this room, this building is kind of the next building that we're going to be looking at. Uh, the AC units on this building are relatively new. The oldest is the one on the house, but because of its use, our AC contractor is able to keep it running. He goes, you got another five years out of that thing if, because we don't use it all the time every day, okay? All right, any questions about building? My dad told me when you buy a building, it's like an employee. You got to constantly take care of them, and that's what it is. So, all right? Okay, now... Open discussion. Is there something you guys see that the board needs to be aware of? My girls just went to get the pizza, so we got a few minutes. Somebody let Linda out, I guess. I don't know. She knows we're going to be long today. But is there anything you guys see, anything that just hits you right now uh, as you look over the uh, come to 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians chapter 1? Is there anything ministry-wise, uh, finances, any of that? Take this. Uh, you can take this uh, estimated expenses now. Home, you know what we're doing. We, you know, there's ninety-nine thousand two hundred seventy-five is the monthly nut. That's what it is. I will be honest with you. With the markets the way they are, and the real estate business, commercial business, commercial real estate is going to they project is going to, in 2025-ish, is just going to bottom out because there's so much of it. Now, I'm not a real estate guy, but it might be that we start paying attention to the commercial side. Problem is, is you got to buy the building, and then you got to remodel it the way you want it, and then, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, so it takes money. 
I did get an email from a church guy that sells churches, and there is a church that was for sale. I don't know if it still is or not. And it's one big building. It's on four acres, and it's 9,400 square feet. It's got everything, even a big baptismal in, off the podium, off the platform, so it tells you what kind of church it was. They just wanted like 8 or $9 million. <laughs> you know, hey, let me write a check. There's your big check, Paul, okay? The, <laughs> See, the problem is, is the monthly expense, see, now you've got to take care of what we're, I mean, it just quadruples because the building's so big, you know. So, and then, you know, then you got to pay that preacher guy, and then you got to do this, and you got to do, and, you know, on and on and on you go. So, this, this property's paid for, <laughs> and we're very thankful for that. So, if we get so big that we need a third service, then that's what we do. And uh, I do appreciate everything that everybody does and your willingness to be here and to be a part of it and so forth. So anything else, any other questions, any comments, complaints, you can see Brian. <laughs> if you got constructive criticism, I'm all ears. But uh, I do this, again, we do this so that you guys know what's going on So, because you give you know, 128,000 whatever, I'm like, wow, that's amazing from a little church that could. And I think about that. And you guys give, you give faithfully, you give regularly. And those of you that don't give, you're here faithfully, regularly, you know. And it's just, I would never have dreamed a day in the day of the life of, you know, this kind of commitment to a local ministry, and I appreciate it. I don't take it lightly at all. Second Corinthians 1, verse 24, Not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy, for by faith ye stand. And again, that's my, my ministry goal. I would never tell you how to run your life. I will help you, and I'll help you address issues that come up. I'll help you as much as I can. The, I'll be honest with you, one of the greatest things about being full-time and not having to work a secular job is being able to help. Because in time past when I wasn't, I couldn't help because I had to get up the next morning, so I had to get to bed and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm able to. And that's a great benefit to you guys, see. And I think that's very important that not only for me or for anyone in the future to have that ability to minister and do what is needed to be done okay i want to be a helper of your joy that's my goal so if you have something i don't have office hours i tried and they blew up okay so if you need something and you text me we can set a time and i'll and i'll be able to help monday nights and wednesday nights and then the fourth friday i'm committed to but there's other times in there where it can come and help and do, whether it's help clean up a yard, weed whacker, or whether it's spiritual issues or whatnot, then we can do that, okay? All right. Any questions, anything else, anything anybody's got anything to say other than Paul? No, go ahead, Paul. Alaska. Alaska. Oh, yeah, Alaska. Um, we're planning on it. We just haven't got there yet. Uh, so uh, a couple years ago, the church collected up and gave Linda and I some money for a cruise to Alaska. We had it all set to go, and then COVID broke out, and it all got canceled. I still have your money. My money that went into it is gone, so we got to rebuild that part of it up on the equation. So our cruise was like twelve, thirteen thousand dollars. It's now what I last time I checked, like twenty. So because of cost of everything so we're still planning it we probably won't do a boat cruise we'll do the land cruise stuff and go see things and then on our own so i'm not sure yet we haven't been to a travel agent lately so but we still have the plans to go and to do uh the monday night group gave linda and i a getaway up to uh strawberry yeah i was gonna say sunflower but that's not strawberry so we're making that plan to, to, to take a couple days and get away and uh, have a little uh, vacation, if you will, up into the mountains. So um, we do try to tend to take breaks where we can, but it doesn't always happen.
Um, I do have a plan to hike the Grand Canyon again, and uh, I do have a plan to do other things and best laid plans of mice and men sometimes. So, but uh, anyway, anything else? Well, it's my privilege. It's, uh, I, Paul, Paul makes, says that God has entrusted us with this, and I feel that way greatly. So, okay. All right, well, we're going to need a few minutes before the pizzas to get here. Don't go home. Stay, hang out, and eat some pizza with us and fellowship. And uh, we're, we're a big family. That's what we are. And, and we're, we come together, we coalesce together, and uh, we work together, okay? All right. Thanks, Paul. That's Paul's phone. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's close in a word of prayer. We'll sing a song if you guys have one, and then we can go. And again, thank you guys. Uh, I, this meeting is something I look forward to every year because I get to talk to you. Uh, I use, we, we do teach, obviously, the study so you understand where we're coming from. And uh, I plant and I water, and God gives the increase. It's not me. It's him. It's his, it's his doctrine. It's his word. But uh, we do do the work. Okay? All right. Dearly Father, thank you for the day, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the saints and for their uh, willingness to participate and to be a part of the work of this ministry, for their desire to have a local ministry here where they can come, learn, fellowship, work together, uh, rub elbows with each other, and enjoy uh, just being who they are in you. And we thank you for that and for that privilege and for that honor. And, Lord, I just pray that as we go into 24 and into the future that we won't take what we have here for granted. While others around the country long to have a local church, we do. And we would cherish it and protect it and guard it and maintain it because we're doing what you would have us to do. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.